Hello and welcome to anybody and everybody that's listening. This is the Ann Lopez Podcast. I'm Nathaniel Lopez, and with me today is the person, the man, the myth, and the legend, the man who did not get his chance to shine in the three hours of glory that we had recorded. I'm here with one of... Bro... All I'm fucking saying is, All I'm hearing you better is have fucking, fucking. All I hear is a fucking metronome, and like, let <laughs> well, me say this: if if this motherfucking computer doesn't have enough storage, I'm walking out now. Oh no, this computer's got enough storage. It you, fucking I better. I have to have you scoot a little closer to your mic, so I'm not picking yeah. up what's going on in the background of the. Yeah, of how's the, it going? So I'm that guy that he like had introduced. Well, hey man, this has happened before, but guess what happened? Yeah, last time. Um, Last time we didn't get to finish our episode because it was deleted. And if you are not familiar with that episode, go to the bonus episode, the Lost Andy Solis episode, and you will find out something about that episode. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things that fucking happened that episode. And I'm part of me is glad that that shit... Cause for a while, I forgot we were recording, and I was just saying things. We were just talking. There was, like, insecurities coming out from my childhood, <laughs> where I was talking about fights and times I got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. I never got knocked the fuck out, but I got a shiner from a kid who thought a fucking glass was a crystal, <laughs> and it was a shattered bottle. Uh, did I tell that on here? Yeah, you did, and we lost it. <laughs> the only thing we kept was about, like, the social media thing. One of, like, the most, uh, like, one of the stupidest conversations of the whole It was the fucking thing. worst one, bro. And it fucking... And it, it got saved, but uh, yeah, I'm here with Andy Smallsack. <laughs> no, I'm here with Solace, aka Andy Solace, one of the MCs in the the rap duo Los Lenny's Locos. Yeah. yeah, man, I fucking rhyme words. They sound alike. And they sound alike, and I spit them into flows, and I go yo 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 yo. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, how did you feel about yeah me and uh, me and Solace over here? <laughs> we just uh, we just got back from Vegas like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Now what is it? Two weeks? Yeah, I two think weeks? so. You think already? I feel like no it's, way. You know, what we got back last week? Oh yeah, because there was last a party week, in between last week. Yeah, last er, early last week. So Holy we got home shit. at the beginning of last week. Time flies when you're on an airplane, bro. We were not on the plane. <laughs> we took like a 19-hour drive all the way back. With Gordo dead <laughs> in the back of the fucking... <laughs> back of the caddy plane. Bro, that guy loves you for some reason. What the fuck? Did you guys like started a bromance and that guy's never fucking met you before? It's because I was just fucking with him a lot. <laughs> Dude, tell the fucking story how we got wasted one of those nights um, and you walked up there to go to sleep. Oh, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, when we were in Vegas, we were just drinking a bit, and uh, one of the guys that was up there with us, he was hammered, hammered, and I walked up, and he was just like, no, I'm going to stay down here and just kind of collect my thoughts. <laughs> and what I did yeah. was, I was just like, okay, well, I need to fucking go to bed. I'm exhausted, and I'm worn the fuck out. So I go up to <laughs> to the guest bedroom I'm staying in at this Airbnb and I go into the bedroom, and there's just this big whale of a man laying on the ground. And he's just, like, snoring. And it, it fucking... He sounds like he's fucking dying. He's... <laughs> a fucking whale of a man. Yeah. Bro. And, and where was his hand? And what was going on? Oh, bro? so his ass crack was hanging out. And he was just... Uh, 
He was throwing his hand over his ass crack like he's trying to cover it up. Like he's like, I know you're in here, but I'm you not, all told not, me you're all my pants off. You were all, dude. That's actually fucking hilarious. The fact that's actually probably exactly what went through his head. He's probably like, I know you're looking at me, and I don't want to pull my pants up, so I'm just gonna cover it with my palm. But when you told me that, you're like, dude, I swear, if I would have turned the light on or my flash on, I would have fucking <laughs> ate shit. Yeah, no, me. I would have kicked him. I would have, I would have ended up like kicking into his ass. <laughs> And your toe would have gotten stuck in his asshole. Going head first into fucking, like, the nightstand or just the wall over the the bed. Hey, also, dude, let's talk about why the fuck there was a random small Italian restaurant in our fucking room there. What do you mean? What the fuck was that table and that whole setup (laughs) in between our beds? Oh, that was... I walked in there. I swear to God, bro, I was wasted when I was like, let me collect my thoughts. I went up there, got wasted. And when I went up that first night, I walked up there and I was like, wait, what the fuck? How the fuck did I end up in Olive Garden? Dude, I was confused. No. There's that, an Olive Garden in this fucking house, bro. That was weird. That was, it was just like a fucking, like a little table in between these two beds. And that one were of those in fucking candles that are in a wine glass that has a, like a basket weaved around the bottle and shit. Yeah, like some we lady were, in the tramp shit. I ended up using that table to download videos <laughs> and look through them before we left. And then Gordo came in and he's just like. This guy fucking sleeps like a little baby, doesn't he? Oh, me? Because I was yeah. in the fetal position? I don't know why, bro. I find comfort in that shit. You know, uh, I so I used to go through phases of fucking sleeping in certain positions. So one of the phases I went through... Now, this is fucking stupid, but also genius. Yeah. Because I'm analyzing nature, right? Okay. Kind of like how... Do you know how Velcro was invented? No. Okay, Velcro was actually invented by... Spiders? Uh, no. By they fucking uh, like uh, jumping cactus. They saw how needles go into your skin and they how they latch onto you. Oh, okay. And so that's how they invented no shit Velcro. So Thank a lot you, how Arizona. so exactly so a lot like how our inventions reflect nature. Yeah. I did the same thing with this sleep uh, this sleep uh, technique. So one night I I noticed that my Chihuahua every time he would go to bed he would when he would get really comfortable he roll over on his back. And he would bend sideways with his fucking paws in the air, yeah. and he would be making like a fucking a weird, a crooked shape. Like, so but like he was like with his pasta back. Pasta noodle. Yeah, yeah. So he was on it. Yeah, it looked like a fucking elbow macaroni. Okay. And and so one night I was just like, Man, maybe I'll fucking try that. Kind of looks comfortable. Okay, bro. I fucking roll over, and right when my fucking spine made that elbow macaroni angle, I was asleep. I was like that, and I swear to God, my whole. Freshman and uh, sophomore year, I slept like that. You just fucking slept Bro, all crooked. I would hit that. I would hit that G spot of my spine, dude. I would roll over, and right when I'd be like, I'd be out, quick. And I had problems sleeping. I've always had problems sleeping, though. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I do. Whenever I lived in Washington in second grade, I would. Uh, me and my little brother had a, a bunk bed, and I slept on the top. Yeah, I would wake up on the floor, wrapped in like this little rug we had. I would roll off my fucking bed onto the fucking ground, bro, Shut and up. wake up later wrapped up in oh, the... Oh, so it didn't even phase you? No, I would wake up like I was cold, so I wrapped myself in this rug oh. on the ground. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Sleeping. Bro, well, I remember going camping one time, and it was in this trailer where it was a bunk bed. Yeah. But it looked like it the tour bus bunk beds where they're, like, tucked in. They yeah. almost look claustrophobic. Well, one of my dad's friends, uh, like, his son, like, he was really young, and he just annoyed Dave the fuck. He, he yeah, he just he was just kind of annoying, bro. I mean, it wasn't like he was just a kid, and like he was this chubby little kid, and he was a fucking. Obviously, asshole. he's annoying if he's chubby asshole. Yeah, 
So he fucking, he's sleeping on the top bunk, bro. I go to bed early, and I wake up in the middle of the night, and it was like him and his younger sister, like his little sister, up there. And I was on the bottom bunk, and they're not in the sleep. Like, I think they were on the sleeping bag, so all you could hear is like, so I'm fucking like awake, just like thinking of shit, right? Like, just woke up and everything, and it's like fucking three in the morning. I'm just like, what the fuck is that noise? And I could keep, and it's an old trailer, bro. So like you could hear the shit creaking and I, I was getting real paranoid that this fucking fat fuck <laughs> was going to fall through onto me. Yeah. Right. That ain't fucking happening. So I'm like just chilling there, like, but kind of like risking death where I'm like, like, then I fucking reached this like point of the fucking night where I was like, bring it motherfucker. <laughs> just fucking, I fucking dare you to happen. fall. Yeah, exactly. Like, like the Joker in the dark night where it was like, hit me. I was just like, that I was like, I fucking dare you to fall through that fucking, that, that fucking bunk bed. I dare you to fucking fall through. As if you would get up from that and as if I would, up. Yeah, as if I would do anything. But I was like seeing it, like in my head, I was like, could I take the pain is what it was. Oh my God. So, but yeah, this is a fucking three in the morning, like dumbass thought. I'm just like, this fucking kid is going to fall through. Bro, I keep hearing, like, he's, like, tossing and turning on the fucking sleeping yeah. bag. It's, bro, it's so dark in this fucking trailer, you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. So I'm just, like, my eyes are just wide open. I, I hear, and you're seeing nothing. And then I hear, <laughs> bro, he's fucking rolled off the bed. And the only thing I did see was, like, movement very fast. And, bro, like, because the curtains were, like, right here. Yeah. And I just see the curtains go, hit me in the face because his fat ass fucking broke wind when he fell down. Bro, hit the ground so hard, bro. You know, like, the tile where it looks like tile, but it's just, like, sticker shit? Yeah. Like, it's, like, bro, it was dented in the fucking ground. He put a crater in the ground. And you know what's crazy? When I heard that thud... It was like I went bitch mode where I was like I wanted him to fall on like through the shit where I'm like I bitch like a fucking take this hit. <laughs> and then I hear <laughs> and bro, it's, si- it's silent. All, all this fucking everyone that was with us was asleep in there. So I'm trying not to be like a dick and wake everyone up, bro. I am biting my fucking tongue, dude. I'm just like, <laughs> dude, like trying not to laugh. Yeah, dude, I was going to fucking explode. And then it got funnier. Because then his fucking mom and dad wake up and they go, oh my God, oh my God, are you okay? And he's just like, "Eh." and I'm just like, (laughs) I'm trying so hard to laugh, bro. I'm just like that. See, I'm not a sadist, (laughs) a reference to the last podcast. But when people get fucking, but when I get fucking, uh, when I see people get hurt, bro, I fucking, I don't think there's anything funnier. I fucking for real feel that way. You're crazy, kid. Like, do you not laugh when you see people get hurt? Certain things. What's the first thing you think of? Okay, let me give you a situation. The, the sadist test <laughs> by a local sadist. So a fucking kid is on a bike. And you know the stoppies where you put your foot in the front tire? Okay? You see him. Maybe you just, like, left a family barbecue or something like that, right? Okay. And you're just walking outside. You're saying bye to the family. And, like, all the kids are playing. Peace the out, family. Yeah, Later. and then they're all in the street. And then you just you see fucking Josh just... And then puts his fucking foot in the tire in the front tire of his mongoose, and, he flips. and you see him just do fucking flips, bro. Well, what do you do? I would laugh because I've done that before, yeah. And I know that you can get up from it, and then I would laugh, and then if I saw blood, I'd be like, "Oh shit!" Oh pussy. Okay, there we go. That's where you failed the test. You're not a sadist, bro. That's some bitch shit. When I see blood, I laugh harder, dude. I laugh fucking harder, and you know why? You know why I laugh at people? Uh, when they get really hurt like that and a bone breaks or they're fucking, well, first of all, 
because we're not inanimate objects, right? We're human beings. Like oh, we're, yeah, we're very inanimate. We're very much alive, right? Of course. But do you know the only fucking relation we have to inanimate objects? And this is where I think it's fucking hilarious. What? Is the fact that we could both break, okay? Oh, yeah. I think that's just so funny to me. When I see a, like a human being like break a bone, I'm like, bro, you could pay bills and pump gas. A cup can't do that. But... A cup can break, and you just broke. Yeah, but you know, what are you saying? I just find I just find like humor in that for some reason. I find humor in like the fact that no matter how intelligent you are, you could break like anything, like everything breaks. It's just so human of you. It's like, damn, that's so human of you to be so, a jackass. So what and are you break saying? Yourself. Cups are human when they break. Anything is. Anything's well, maybe, human. Maybe. No, I don't know. No, that's not what I'm saying. Everything's but. just. You know, humans aren't indestructible. Mm-hmm. And in- But I love that fact. Because yeah. you see someone like DJ Khaled, someone who's so full of themselves and have such an ego, and they never break character. Dude, that guy's probably got bad knees. Yeah, well, he definitely doesn't eat anybody, anybody's pussy. Yeah, and he doesn't eat any that? vegetables either. Yeah, I did hear he about says, that. says, yeah, I'm the fucking king. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, Mr. Khaled, um, so how often? So, like, you pleasure your wife? Yeah, hell yeah, I pleasure the fuck out my wife. And he's like... Uh, well, how often do you go down on your wife? Just a random question from a fan. Uh, <laughs> never. What? What is that? <laughs> uh, I fucking hate goes, that guy. <laughs> he goes. He's like, what? What is that? He's like, what is that? He's like, <laughs> what, what? What would it be like? Watch. Ask me. Watch. Watch. I'll be DJ Khaled. You be the fucking interviewer. I'll fucking be DJ Khaled. All That's right. Exactly what do you want me to down. say? You just interviewed me. I'm DJ Khaled. All right. Yeah. Hey, what's up, DJ Khaled? Yeah. How's it going? How many times do you go down on your wife? What? Yeah. And then he goes, uh, what does that mean? That means you go down on your wife. Uh, never. I, I asked her to marry me once. I don't know. Maybe that's what he might think. It's like, I've asked her to marry me one time. No, no, no. How often do you uh, tongue fuck her pussy? <laughs> Shit. Uh, uh, that's not what that's for. <laughs> you know what I mean? So rude, bro. Guess what? If you rode a mongoose and put your fucking foot in the front tire, you'd break yourself, jackass. <laughs> you'd break yourself. Well, because, dude, it's like he has such an ego. Like, the, dude, Hot Ones, have you ever seen uh, Hot yeah, Ones? Yeah. Epi- and he actually goes I bitch really on Hot Ones. I really fucking hate him because of that episode. But, hey, if you haven't watched that episode, go to YouTube.com, type in Hot Ones, and go to the and DJ see, Khaled episode. see DJ Khaled fucking start turning into a bitch. And then his excuse was, hey, bro. This is your shit. This ain't my shit. Like, this is your kingdom and shit. He's like, you fucking, you could, why the fuck did he just turn into someone from Brooklyn? Hey, yo, bro, you do your shit and, th- and stuff and shit, and I do my shit. I don't know where he's even from. I don't care about that cat. Dude, you know what's crazy is, have you ever heard of the old uh, movies that used to do spoofs of movies called uh, Thumb Thumbs? No. It was like Thumb Productions. So I'm a fucking idiot. Unfamiliar with when that. I was a kid, I didn't know this, but I was buying a lot of uh like thumb production. In, no Indian uh, indie movies. <laughs> so racist. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, indie films. I didn't know it though. It's just because the covers look cool. Yeah. And there was one called Thumb Tanic, <laughs> dude. And it was fucking Titanic with thumbs, dude. It was. Was it an thumbs. animated movie? <laughs> no, dude. It was people's thumbs. And I gotta say, it looked really fucking good. Uh, but DJ Khaled looks like one of those thumbs. Now, so this is what I, I'm thinking. 
they should come out with a DJ Khaled biopic of Bio. Thumb, of fucking people, but he's a Thumb, bro, and I think Thumb Productions should fucking produce. There you go, Thumb Productions, I know you're listening to this. <laughs> yeah, bro, do a DJ. Get out there. Uh, I'll fucking audition for it, I'll, but I'll use my toe, though. My toe could be like fucking... It's my thumb toe. He's different than everybody. Bro, have you ever seen someone? Did you? Was that on a podcast I heard recently? What? Because he said that. I don't know which podcast they're talking about. Uh, the murder thumb. And it's like a fucking... Some people who are like... They could see if you're a... It's just a crazy thing that all murderers have in common. Their fucking thumbs look like toes. And it's crazy because Black Ice that we performed with in Vegas had a thumb toe. He had a thumb toe. Damn. Fucking back to this Vegas conversation since we're straying so far from yeah. what this podcast is really about. Yeah, I got the fans want to hear about the music, and uh, the music wants to hear about the fans. Well, so Los Lenny's like our our future endeavor after we start doing uh, shit. We're gonna um, start a fucking thumb production of the come up <laughs> of us. <laughs> it's a it's a total biopic of them as thumbs. Yeah, it's a eight five six three thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Stoop Are you high right now bro Shut up Are you Ask the fans <laughs> Ask the fans ask bro them. Go on and ask them Tweet, I, tweet at them I don't smoke weed I know you don't I can't Yeah you gotta say that You look The you, military You look You look fucking melted right now I gotta say that Well if I'm gonna be quite honest I did drink a little bit before Can I get some of that shit Yeah you can have a sip So Nathaniel likes to steal whiskey. No, I don't. I bought this. I bought this at Total Wine. Let me see. You stupid what are we bitch. drinking, bro? It's two stars. Two stars, eh? Two stars. Everyone was just like, yeah, what is that, the rating they gave me? I, I was going to say, I was like, is that, that's a low fucking rating. Well, you, what is it, a bourbon? Yeah. Isn't that interesting that bourbon usually comes in, like, the bulbed bottles like this? A like bourbon, bourbon. Yeah, I dug it. Yeah. Oh. It's, that smells it was, like fucking bad decisions. Yeah, bro. it was very cheap. It was on sale. I got it for like 18 bucks. <sighs> okay. You know, it's a little bit more than that. <sighs> fucking Jack Daniels or Jim Beamer. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's pretty good for a uh, a cheap fucking a cheap bourbon. Bottle. Well, you know, a, bo- a bottle of Wild it. Turkey 101 was cheaper than this. Really? Why didn't I get the Wild Turkey 101? Because I wanted to try something different. I was like, stood there for a while. It was like like 9.40 in the morning, and I was just at this liquor store. About this. I like that saying of um, uh, fucking rum <coughs> is for uh, partying and sex, and whiskey and vodka is for business. <laughs> and, and then the guy goes, so which is it? Is that from the Rum Diary? No, I don't know where it's from. I know it's not from the Rum Diary though, and I think it was, for, I think it was a documentary I watched <coughs> about uh, on Netflix. Oh, Have about you seen alcohol? It? Yeah, no, uh, it's pretty good. It just kind of like talks about all that, and I think someone someone says that. By the way, about the Rum Diary, did I should tell you I got the fucking. Yeah, you got an OG copy, dude. That's what I always look for, bro. Well, shit, bro. You always look for the OGs. Nick Nick um, was wearing a like a Nirvana shirt from the nineties. <coughs> Like a real one? Yeah, like an OG one. Mm-hmm. And he was all telling me that uh, his friend gave it to him, and she was like, I could have sold this for like 100 bucks." Bro, I remember the first time I hey, saw this Hey, don't forget shit. your buttons here, you stupid. Put oh, them yeah, in your pocket. Right I remember um, when you had posted this on your fucking uh, Instagram one time. Yeah. 
I remember seeing that and being like, I'm going to fucking steal that from him ASAP. Rocky. Free, Free ASAP. ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> um, net. We're sponsored by freeasap.net. And I remember the post so clear. You were reading it and you're in the bleachers watching track. Oh, yeah, and yeah, And it was yeah. on your lap like that. I was at a track meet at the Arizona School for the Deaf and Blind. Damn, bro. Was it really quiet there? I mean, no, all the other schools were kicking their asses. <laughs> They're just like, what's going on? <laughs> They're like, keep running. They're like, he can't hear you. <laughs> Fuck. Go, go. They're like, he can't fucking see you either. <laughs> what's going on? He's been on a treadmill. He thinks he's running a fucking marathon. Throw I, some water at him. <laughs> throw some water at him. Dude, I remember in like uh, cross country, you'd be running and then you, you, there would be like stations where you could like, there would be someone handing out waters and sometimes someone, people would just like, your teammates or your coach would just like throw water, water on, you. on you. But I remember it was just like so funny because there would be people that would just like grab the water real quick, dump it on them and then right away just throw it down in front of them like, fuck this, I'm oh, keeping yeah, running. Yeah, yeah, why do they throw it down so angry? I ran a uh, a 5K, right? Is that the normal one? Yeah. The 5K? So. Yeah. yeah. Well, I ran that when I was in BMT. They're having a 5K and we're able to participate. So I ran the 5K and I got top, like, uh, I got top, um, I don't know what to call it, like top of the group. Like, yeah. The group that considered were the first place guys because it's almost impossible to get well, first like place. Top 25? Like, y- y- top 50. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but, top oh, no, it wasn't even, I was in top 50, but I remember my place, my time was, uh, I was amongst, uh, 22 bro 22 so yeah, rank number I, 22 yeah so i was i was uh i was the fucking you were 22nd in the top person 25 then yeah i guess so but i think but they were ranking first place with 50 because there was just that many people but mm. the people that fucking killed it were the battlefield airmen and so that was unfair as fuck because those guys are just like battlefield airmen yeah they're just be- i mean yeah they're meant for the battlefield and they're airmen yeah so they were just like yeah so they were just killing it but I was running, and, and then there was those stops. And the person I was running with, they're like, hey, man, I love this shit about – I hate running, but this is what I do like about it. So when you're about to go on a run with someone like that, yeah, they go, hey, bro. So like the cocky runner where it's like, hey, bro, so like if you can't keep up, that's cool, bro. I'll try to slow down with you, but like you can't break my stride. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> and fucking uh, maybe five minutes into the fucking run, bro, this guy's like – Hey, I'm going to get some water, bro. Cool. I'm like, no, I'm going. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he fucking goes up to the water and acts so dramatic. Like, he fucking just ran a fucking 1,000 miles, bro. Like, he's one of the fucking um, the quintets or whatever the fuck they call Maybe he was just trying <laughs> he to. He goes, he grabs the water. He goes, Ugh, and he keeps running, dude. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking idiot. Like, I got to get the fuck away from I this kept guy. running, bro, but it's so funny when you run with that many people, how many characters you see throughout that run. Like, you run, and you could see the pain on some people's face, and it kind of motivated me more because I'm like, I feel like shit, but that person looks like <laughs> shit. Exactly. What do you do when you when you run? Like, when you are like, when you feel like giving up, but you know you got to keep going, like, how? What, what are you thinking of? I don't, stop, I don't start counting until it hurts. What? I don't know. Muhammad Ali said it. But what do you start thinking of? What's going through your head for real? Like, uh, when you're out of breath and you're just like, what are, What thoughts are going through your head? I could not tell you. Is it even on the run? It's been a long time. Because I used to run a lot. Like, I remember my freshman year after coming home from state, not mm-hmm. doing so well, I, I went for, like, a fucking, like, four-mile run the oh. next day. And I was, like, sore as fuck. 
But um, no, I used to just think about a lot of shit. It was just like, I hope people see me and then just be like, damn. What the fuck? That's retarded. Well, no, because I used to just run to the, I used to run to the junction and back home. Damn. My dad did that once. Yeah, I did it like four or five times. Yeah, see, I wouldn't run like and, that. And, but. Dude, so one time, because you know Miss Giubetta was the yeah. coach, like a wrestling coach. I remember one time I was running it with Colton, and we were just like, we were fucking getting in. I was just like, how cool would it be if Miss Giubetta saw us just like putting in work outside of practice, just running hard? And then sure enough, he did, but when he saw us, we were walking. Oh, you pussy, dude. You blew it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what but, I would. Hey, I got most, I was like most um, dedicated wrestler for like two years in a row in high school. Damn. I, Why? I was, because I was a loser, but I was still trying to be a winner. <laughs> there was this super fast dude uh, in my flight, and when we were taking our PT test, our final one, where I wanted to just outdo it, and like, where it was that moment in life where, like, when you tell yourself, you know, like people who don't prove themselves a lot, but the one yeah. thing they always tell themselves is, if I wanted to, I could. And it's like, if that day ever came, I would do it. Yeah. That was my day, was where I'm like, if my fuck, I don't care if I start passing out. And I start coughing up blood and my fucking nutsack falls off. I'm fucking running this shit, bro. I was like, I don't care if my kneecap explodes. I'm fucking dragging my ass through this fucking shit. And I'm one of the fastest people. Well, I'm fucking running. And I remember there was a dude who was just super ath- uh, athletic. He was just a super athlete. And I remember him passing me. Yeah. And or he was starting to pass me. And... um. And I, I, he had already passed me. Like, he fucking probably passed me twice. He was so crazy. And I was just like, well, I remember when he came back around and my mind started breaking down on this last lap, or yeah. the last two laps. It was fucked because, like, when you're on that last lap and you fucking are like, oh, my God, I have another fucking three of these. And I was just running, dude. I remember him coming around and, like, I was just, like, mentally kind of, I wasn't breaking down where I'm like, I'm going to quit, but I was running out of shit to think of. Yeah. And I, I started forgetting the lyrics to songs. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fuck, dude. It's coming to a screeching halt. So he comes around. And I'm breathing. I'm like, bro, what, what the fuck? Give me, give me some, uh, give, give me some tips, bro. What, 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 are you, what are you thinking about? What, what do you think of? And he goes, nothing, <laughs> just like that, bro. And I'm like, oh shit! I tried so hard to think about nothing, bro, but I couldn't. Honestly, when you can, when you can zen yourself out like that, when you're running, it's. Like, I think it's called going brain dead. How the fuck do you not think of anything? Well, so it's not that you don't think of anything. It's just you ignore your body and you just become it. You. You let your body move yeah. because it's just moving and you get yourself into a comfort. I, well, this is how I would do it. I would get myself into a comfortable breathing rep and then I would be running. I just keep a certain pace and then I would just start thinking about certain things that would totally take me out of my, my head. Yeah. And then I would, I wouldn't be paying, I wouldn't be like fully focused on where I was. Uh-huh. I would just be kind of moving in places that, you know, weren't, that were runnable. So dude. This whole conversation, the last fucking three minutes, has been fucking retarded. The reason why is because running is the dumbest shit I've ever fucking heard of. Yeah. Okay? No, it's stupid as fuck. Because... I mean, not whenever you need to run. From things? Exactly. Coward. Well, you're going to fight a bear. No, but I won't run. You're they not, say to stay still if a fucking bear's coming at you. You ever watched the movie Without a Paddle? Have you ever seen The Revenant? No shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. Okay, but... He tried to run for a second, and he got fucked. But have you ever seen uh, Without, Without a Paddle? Paddle? I think... Seth that... Green curls up, and then he ends up being taken back to the lair and treated as, like, a baby bear. <laughs> no, I don't remember. Dude, there was a fucking fake story about that recently. Yeah. Did you hear about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? 
See, when I had heard about it, I thought they were talking about the he one had, that like, happened lived like for a few days. But I thought they were talking about the one from like two years ago when that dude had that hiking video where his face was falling off. Remember that? No. You don't remember that? that See, I, I don't remember where he was. Jamie, pull it up. <laughs> he had a hat on, and his hat was holding his fucking face up. And he, the only reason why he was alive because he had so much adrenaline going on. But he, he said he was walking on the trail. A fucking cub comes across the trail, and he stops. And then a fucking mama bear comes, at which point he does what your dumbass would do and tries to outrun a fucking bear. No, I'd probably stay still. I would, like, back up a little bit, but I would probably try and stay well, he did super that. still. The bear fucking smacked him, and it sliced his fucking face. Bro, he had deep-ass shit all over him, and that's a true story. But when I heard about the one that just happened recently, yeah. I thought they were referring to that. I was like, oh, they finally discovered that dude was fake? I was like, yeah. no way. And, but then I heard this one was fake, where it was kind of like what you said. He got kidnapped by a bear and thrown in a den and survived three days. What the fuck is that? Can you imagine how no. much that was? Well, you know, even just imagine getting eaten alive by a bear from your feet up. But when would you die? You'd die before, like, well, it got I, too bad. So probably, like, after he gets to your kneecaps. Yeah, well, you'd bleed out. You probably exactly. well, That's no, what I'm saying. First of all, you'd probably have a heart attack before, like, when yeah, you bit probably, your legs off. Yeah, you'd probably go into shock. I think... If a bear bit my legs off, like, before my kneecaps, like, right when, as soon as he made the first bite, I think I would fucking have a heart attack. Because I would be like, no way this is fucking happening. And you know what's crazy about guys? What? When I picture myself getting fucking, like, mauled by a bear, for some reason I still picture myself holding my dick and balls. <laughs> to be safe. I don't know. I just think I'm, I don't know. But, like, <laughs> if, like, right now, if a bear, like, fucking broke into your house and started attacking us. I would us, hope not. I would fucking grab my dick and balls. Well, that's why we have Diego for it, Asarco with Bear Mace, bro. He's there. He's security for Asarco, and he carries Bear Mace just so bears don't steal no copper. Well, dude, do you think a human would be able to fucking withstand Bear Mace? Yeah, but hey, bro, just use human mace. I mean, yeah, but what if he does come across the bear? You wouldn't use fucking turtle mace on a jackrabbit. Yeah. Why the fuck do you have bear mace? Because what if a bear comes across the mine? To steal what? When the fuck have you heard of a bear stealing copper, dog? uh, Dude, do you think a bear would fucking go... The bear's intentions are to go steal copper. He's like, oh, I know what this is. This is a mine. You're telling me that, dude? I'm telling you that. You think a fucking bear's intention would be to steal copper? That's what I'm saying. So we're in agreement. Where's the mine at? The mine's out in the middle of fucking... The wilderness. Yeah, Diego, it's out there, so why the fuck are you guarding it from bears? Well, no, so look at this. The bear's not going to go deep into the, like, the deep into the fucking pit. Yeah. But Diego's roaming around on the outskirts uh-huh. to make sure no one goes in there. Oh, what's on the outside of that fence? Bears. Probably, maybe, probably not, but. I don't know, dude. Are bears prob- even here? <laughs> I don't know. I don't Why the fuck does he have bear mace? Dude, it might make more sense. If, I, if he just carried a handgun? Or if he had coyote mace? Because there's coyotes out there for sure. Dude. Now, I've heard a story about a coyote trying to steal copper before, but I never heard of a bear trying to steal copper. Oh, I get that. I get that. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Rest, in peace, uh, rest in peace, Beth. Hashtag. What, what's your last forgotten. name? Beth, you know, Beth the Bounty Hunter, this one's not for you, because fuck you. Okay? Bye. Yeah, hunting bounty. That's the end of that sentence. I fucking canceled it. I used to love that show, dude, and then I couldn't stand it. Good. 
I hate I hate reality TV. Yeah, but dude, there's some I, I like, shows I love to watch because if you view it as acting from an acting standpoint, if you know it's fake and you embrace the fact that it's fake, then you're just gonna watch it like a TV show or a movie. Yeah, but at the same time, it's just like ah, eh, you could just put a lot. I think it's because it gives off the persona, and so many people are like, my little brother used to be the, that way. Did you ever watch that show Repo Man? Uh, no, that one sucks. Yeah, it was just people going and repossessing. I like Storage Wars though. I found out Storage Wars was fucking fake, dude. This oh, is a great no shit. This is a great segment because let me tell you what, I was fucking more pissed. I don't think I've ever been this mad in my fucking life when I found out that the fucking Storage Wars was fake, and then I found out uh, Alaskan Bush people were fake. Bro, that fucking uh, ruined TV You're telling me they're me. not Alaskan? They're on set in Universal Studios? No, dude. Actually, they're not Alaskan, okay? Because they had to stop a season because the motherfucker wasn't paying taxes for Alaska. <laughs> so he almost got fucking tax evasion, bro. <laughs> and the, the old imagine? man, and he's like, we're bush people. We don't believe in money. We just believe in bartering. And they're like, nah, you got to pay tax. Yeah. Uh, Sell some fur. Alaska's still America. You gotta pay your taxes. Yeah, hey, jackass. It's America, and it's also 2019. Exactly. Who the fuck's not paying their taxes? I know a couple of people that are just Don't like... Don't pay their taxes. Dude, I'm, I met someone that's just like, yeah, I haven't paid my taxes in like three years. I'm just waiting. How is that possible? They're just like, I'm just waiting for something to happen. He's waiting for fucking Dog the Bounty Hunter to be like, okay, bruh, you're gonna have to pay that shit, bruh. Bro! I just came up with the best fucking collaboration ever. What if they had Alaskan bush people, right? The dudes going to prison for tax evasion and Dog the Bounty Hunter goes and fucking bounties his ass. It's the best crossover episode. Dude, okay, this is how it starts off. They're building shit, right? Their fucking dumbass sons are trying to fucking build traps and fuck their sisters, right? And then (laughs) the next scene is fucking all you hear is... And it's like, it's Dog the Bounty Hunter on a skid. Right, it's just like, and and then all of a sudden, you know, and then it, it, and then he's not talking in the video, but it's one of those reality shows one where it's just a shot of his like hair flow, and he's on the skid, and he's holding on to the front of the fucking skid, just like looking out into like the wilderness while yeah. they're driving up to like the land. He's like, and then all of a sudden, you could be like, yeah, well, you know, it's my first time being in Alaska, and then all of a sudden. It goes back to him, and he's in a cab, and he's just like this with his arms crossed. He's like, yeah, so I've never been, but I heard about this guy who's not paying taxes, and. uh we're gonna find this motherfucker, bruh. Yeah, and uh, you know, justice go, justice comes in all forms. You know what I mean? Is that how Dog the Bounty Hunter talks? I think so. Yeah. Does he? I don't know. I don't. Who cares? Watch That's that how show. my Dog the Bounty Hunter talks. That's how your dog Walter talks. Yeah. Fucking hey. Hey. Um. Fuck. Fuck we, it, we, we never talk about music. I feel like I feel like we'll never get around to that. <laughs> you, bro, when what you start we, this shit what, off, bro, you don't ask me about music. I know I don't. Because- so I just go with it. I fucking take this shit and I run. Actually, I don't. I stay still and hide, bro, because running is fucking stupid. <laughs> it's because I know so much about you already that I'm like asking you about music is redundant for me, but not oh, yeah. for the people listening. So check this out. Well, this is uh, how uh, music no, started sh- for me. Shut the shut. I ask the questions here. You don't. You don't do that. That's not my microphone, so I don't. Hey. I don't use that microphone. So that's. I don't care if you lick that. Yeah, well, it was actually pretty gross. But uh, continue with the questions. Oh, so what I was gonna ask you is like, what was like the first album? Or okay, so you, what did your parents play whenever you were younger? Probably just like rap. Uh, so yeah, my dad grew up real fucking thug life, and my mom grew up real fucking trailer trash. <laughs> 
So she was also so, listening. To so obviously, music. my fucking my influence and in loving Yellow Wolf obviously comes from fucking both sides of the coin, bro. So yeah, my mom was real trailer to trash. And uh, she was fresh out the trailer. My dad was fresh out of fucking fresh out the fresh Adobe out of, house. Fresh out of fucks to give, dude. <laughs> my dad wanted to be Thug Life so fucking bad, and my dad loved Too Short. My dad said like his idol was fucking Too Short. Well, okay, Tom Segura. <laughs> so, so my dad was like, "Yeah, dude, I fucking like Too Short was my idol, right?" He's like, "You know, my dad wasn't around too much. Yeah. My fucking father was fucking Too Short." I'm like. Hey, have you ever met him? No, but anyways, he so he was just a big fan of uh, Too Short and everything. Whatever, dude. And as he got older, I guess he reached his point where he started liking country music because he started like yeah. getting perspective on life and started realizing, he, oh, man, there's more to this shit. Yeah, he was starting to relate to country music. Yeah, exactly. And he was like, so in my house when I was a kid, it was my mom was always playing Elvis. She was a big fan of Elvis and then the country music my dad liked. And then she also liked... Uh, Gangster rap and shit, and who, who was like the most pr- prominent gangster rap besides Too Short, or just like rapper? Uh, oh well, okay. So I, I just brought up Too Short because that's what my dad liked when he was younger. But when like when I was a kid growing up, how their influences like or what they listened to changed was my mom. Like I said, always like oldies. She was always like playing like Richie Valens, uh, Elvis Presley, and everything. Yeah. And then my dad, they both loved Johnny Cash, and Johnny Cash was always played. And then it was just everything from like Snoop Dogg. To Counting Crows, to like my dad was a big fan of Counting Crows, bro. Yeah, he's and a big when, Mr. Jones fan. When he would get fucked up, bro, he started. That's how you knew he was gone, dog. That's when he, he starts singing Mr. When Jones. He sha la 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 la, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, dude, um, but yeah, so it was like a lot of just uh everything. It, but it was a lot of like country and rap. And I remember I liked country and I liked rap, but I think the reason why I liked country more when I was a kid was uh, because. It was slower and is more poetic to me. Well, just because oh, my brain could process just, it. Yeah, you could probably yeah, just Yeah, just my young better. brain could fucking process it. So better. what was, like, the first album? What was the first, like, what was your first album that you felt like was, like, your own album in your own oh, sense yes. of music style? So, um, well, okay, so where I started liking Eminem when I was a kid was because, so the fir- this is actually fucking hilarious, is the first time I heard Eminem when I was super young, it was on the radio, and it was the uh, Real Slim Shady, and I thought it was Michael Jackson, okay? Because <laughs> when he's like, Will the Real Slim Shady please stand up? Dude, I thought that was Michael Jackson. I repeat, Will the Real Slim Shady please stand up? Dude, I th- so I asked my mom, I'm like, because she was, oh yeah, Michael Jackson. She was also crazy about Michael Jackson. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my mom's playing Michael Jackson. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So... She picks me up from school. I'm, li- I'm like, what the fuck? But, like, I, I always had this ear for, like, I like things I never heard, like, unique things where I'm like, that's yeah, different. Like, like certain, that, like, just a change of pace. Like, like, voices and everything. Like, yeah. when I heard, so, unique yeah. Unique voices. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I never heard. Who the fuck is this? I was like, Mom, is this Michael Jackson? She goes, no, it's uh, Eminem. And I was like, what the fuck? So, dude. Are you sure she said Eminem or did she say Slim Shady? <clears throat> no, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Because I do remember getting confused when I was younger about that. You thought they were two different and people? And I didn't think they were, I was just confused. What the fuck? I thought they were a rap group, if you anything. You were like, dude, I like Eminem, I love Slim Shady, and Marshall Mathers is pretty good, So, too. anyway, so that was just the first time I heard Eminem. Okay. But that, But that was the first time in my life as a kid where I learned that I liked, uh, things that were a little bit different, like sounding, you know what yeah. I mean? Where I was like, I've been hearing like Snoop Dogg and NWA for a long time at that point and like country music, but I never heard anything that didn't sound like a bassy voice black guy. Yeah. For the first time, it was this like nasal. Sounded like a white guy. Yeah, well, but I didn't know he's white. He still sounded black to me. 
to me, he sounded black because as a kid, like, he was just speaking in a bonics. So yeah. I'm just like, oh, this guy's just, like, a fucking nasally voiced black dude. And um, so, but, that you know, so I didn't listen to him, though. Like, I, I just, that was the first time I heard of him. But like I said, that was the first discovery. As far as my first album that I would consider was my album. And hands down, don't give a fuck any other album that comes out in the future. The one album I will always love and be my number one album is Bad Meets Evil, Hell the Sequel. And Who's that by? It's Royce to Five Nine and Eminem, and that shit. It's not just great fucking songs, but it is so sentimental to me because it came out when I had just moved back to Samuel. Okay. And uh, when I had just moved back, I, I remember it fucking clear. I remember we're moving in. We're in uh, on Second Avenue for like probably three weeks at that point, and I just got home from school. My mom and dad weren't back yet. And, um, or no, 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 it couldn't have been because we moved in the summer. They were gone, and I was just like, I remember I had like all the fucking doors open for some reason because I was an <laughs> idiot. And I was blaring music. I think it's because like I wanted like everyone to hear this music because I had MTV uh, music uh, videos on, and they were at like yeah. they were at Bonnaroo or something like that. Your parents? And, no, motherfucker. The goddamn MTV. Oh, okay. And so, so they're. <laughs> Playing, so they were doing like a countdown, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, we got Eminem and Royce to Five Nine promoting their new album." They're interviewing them. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" And I didn't know who Royce to Five Nine was at that point. And I was like, "Oh shit!" And they're they're like, "Yeah, this is a." They're talking about the music video they're about to play, and it was the debut of um, uh, Fast Lane. And have you ever seen Fast Lane? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Where okay, well, in the music video, it was like to me, it was one of the coolest music videos I'd ever seen by that time in my life and of course like i haven't seen all the music videos you've seen of like you know classic rock shit and everything like yeah so so this was dope as fuck to me because they're explaining it then they show it, and he's like it's like yeah we had this and that we had this plan whatever but ju- just watch just watch so they play it bro and it's like and then all of a sudden the big and first verse uh, and so while they're rapping they're the words are flying out of their mouths that's and, cool and they're grabbing the words out of the air and constructing sentences while they're rapping, and they're laying like, dude, it's just like, it is like a fucking, like, uh, I don't know, a literature, like, a, just a lesson of shit, like, where they're grabbing commas and throwing them everywhere, bro, yeah. while they're rapping, like, while they're going through the sentence, they're grabbing words and shit, and then they're, like, extending them and everything, doing all this shit, it was just a crazy music video, and I was like, oh, dude, this, I gotta see the rest of this album, so that, I'm waiting for the album to come out, whatever, that was just the debut of that music video, yeah, the album comes out. By the time it came out, uh, sixth grade had just started, and uh, sixth grade, like sixth grade, all the way up to like the beginning of eighth grade, were like I I deemed the best fucking times oh, of my childhood. Like forming well, like wh- why? Of all aspects, friends, uh, stories, uh, music, yeah, like and just like things, and it's just like you're a kid, so you oh, just exactly. care like care- yeah. So that's like. That is like the prime time because you're just like worried about still kind of being a kid in sixth yeah. grade. And then seventh grade, you're just like trying to be a little bit older, yeah. but you're still. Well, you're not smart enough to be depressed yet. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I think I started to get depressed around like eighth, seventh, eighth, eighth, eighth grade. Eighth grade, eighth grade hit it for me. But so that's what I'm saying. Sixth grade and seventh grade, like problems. I knew I was aware of it. Like yeah. I'm like, oh, this shit sucks. I wish I could be with this chick. That would be dope. Right. Or I wish I had this skateboard. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck, it sucks, but it was nothing where I'm like, shit. Oh, well, yeah, because you didn't just have this, like, curious cloak of darkness hanging yeah. over you. Yeah, so so when the album came out, it was just, like, a fucking great time. And the album is so bright. Like, it's dark, but the instru- instrumentals are, like, I don't know. Like, the way that the album starts off, it's so fucking, like, uppity. And everything, 
but the the rhymes are dark. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot like kind of like what we do, where we try to find like you know fucking instrumentals that are more d- upbeat, upbeat, to, and then put a dark twist on that. But maybe it's just me because what I associate my memories with the album was, yeah. and that's why I love that album. That was my first like album I would deem. Like that, right. that was like your first step into your own musical taste. Yeah, yeah, that's when I got real into like super lyrical shit. And, you know, and that's such a beautiful time in your life because I don't think people were super trendy at that age yet. Yeah. So everyone like legit loved things to love it. You know what I mean? So I, I love that shit because I loved it. And I thought, but the reason why I say that is because I've always been like that. But I wasn't being judged for it yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wasn't being judged because trap music wasn't that big during that time. So I wasn't being judged for it. Oh, you like lyrical stuff? What the fuck? You don't like fucking uh You don't like Bassy and stuff? Yeah, it, it was just, I don't know. And then the next thing where it kind of like evolved me into getting real into like lyrical, like crazy shit was, uh, well, there, there was another rapper that stuck out before, um, before Yellow Wolf, um... Who the fuck was it? Oh, it started. It's it actually. It wasn't even rap. Is when I was starting to get into uh, Twenty One Pilots. Oh, okay. And so this is when Twenty One Pilots wasn't huge, and it wasn't like it didn't have the stigma of oh you're a teenage girl who's depressed. <laughs> it, it didn't have that yet. Yeah. They had just came out, and actually, me and Diego could attest to this. Where we brought, we were talking, we we're listening to Twenty One Pilots in seventh grade, and we we're bringing it up to people. You got to hear this. You got to hear the song called Cart Radio. And we showed it to some people, and they're like, what the fuck is this? Some, and some girls. And those girls who are huge fans of them today back then were like, that's fucking weird. That's, that's, dar- a, that's dude, dark. That's, that's fucking weird. That's always how it is, man. You know, every, and, everybody loves Blink-182 now. Yeah. But it's like, dude, I've been a big fan of Blink-182 since fourth grade. Yeah. But I also don't want to be that type of dude... Uh, but that's just like, oh, well, I was a fan of them like, first, way back. Yeah, I, I can't stand people who do that. Because that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like... It annoys the fuck out of me because I'm like, dude, you were talking shit about me and Diego liking fucking 21 Pilots back then, and now you're a huge fan. But so anyways. I just like to let people know their place. Be like, hey, bitch, uh, I was here first. (laughs) I was here here first. I'll always be here. And you're just a trend. You ought to buy a fucking fan for this place, huh? This place? Yeah. I have a fan in the closet. Nah, I'd be too loud. (laughs) Well, yeah, my fan, like right now. Get a Dyson. I've got a perfect... uh, Oh, I'm glad, bro. Thing. I'm yeah, fucking I'm glad sweating. For you. You're also wearing right a fucking jacket and some fucking long ass pants. Yeah, I'm wearing a cardigan. You also been talking up your fucking head, you kid. The um, yeah. So Twenty One Pilots was like the the next thing, and I think that's what like developed my love for uh, uh, kind of mixing it up with with rap. Like I said, I all and during this whole time, I always listened to country, but it yeah. w- I wouldn't deem anything where it's like. I had inspiration from that. Yeah. I always loved it. It was always the style of country. It was always... Country and I, was always good listening. I, I didn't realize this till I found Yellow Wolf that this was what it was. And it was like... Then I started embracing it and understanding myself more. Where it's like, I grew up where we're all fucking like, you know, countryed out. If you looked at us, you're like, country fucks. Yeah. And then if you were to listen to the fucking shit we're listening to, it's like, oh, thug fucks. So like, oh. so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's oh, kind of, they're Mexican country yeah. folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you go to Country Thunder, but then our camp's the one blaring like fucking Tupac and all this shit, right? And Nas and everything, yeah. and, and WA. So it was like it was like that. So when I later on find Yellow Wolf, so I, I and I fucking I I enjoy this fact. Is it would have been cool either way, like discovering Yellow Wolf and liking it, but the fact that 
I loved how I dis- I discovered him for myself when I was in his neck of the woods. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I didn't know about him. I I heard of him, but that's when he was hip hop and he did a BET cipher in like 2011. Yeah. And I knew, and I was just like, ah, oh, he's just like another Mac Miller or something like that. And I, I wasn't too crazy about it. I think they came up in the same class. And uh, yeah, might have. And so so when I went to uh, Florida. And the first, and I think he was dropping, he was getting ready to drop Love Story. And he was dropping his music videos, you know, like he still does for albums where he'll like lead up to it, uh, all the music videos, and then the album will come out. And and those were during like spring breaks and everything, bro. So it was just like a great time of like him coming out with shit. It was just, I literally found out about Yellow Wolf at the most perfect fucking time I could have ever discovered him. So what, he became your soundtrack for that time? It was like, yeah, so... That time, and then all the way into the summer of uh, 2016, when like uh, coming back and visiting you guys and yeah. everything for that whole summer, and just getting ripped to all those songs. Oh, like, yeah, that's when you were obsessed with uh, outer space. Oh yeah, I remember you. Yeah, we would we would just like play it in Efren's car, and then we just started going crazy. Oh fuck yeah, dude! And like Johnny Cash, I love that fucking song. So do that whole album is just banger after banger, and it's like. I love. I love. That's probably my second one. My second favorite album of all time is Love Story, and but like I said, so and I was just lucky enough where, I, like I said, I was in his neck of the woods, yeah. and then we had the opportunity to go to Tampa Pro, uh, the skateboarding event over there, and uh, it turned out him, Bones Owens, and DJ Clever were you know doing the after party. That's what's up. But during the day, they were just hanging out. So we were there the day before whatever fucking watch the whole event the next day was like the final where they do everything and and then yellow wolf was going to be there so i show up dude and it was the most backyard shit ever it was like a big event literally dude you're like standing there and tory pudwell's next to you and he's just eating a fucking hot dog and i actually have like a true story like that that's very similar yeah where i when i first saw yellow wolf in person he was fucking buying a fucking hot dog from the little stand they had right there yeah and he's buying a soda and he goes to say i'm like that's him, dude. That's and it. I bet him. you were so excited, huh? Yeah, well, and then my dad, he didn't really know who Yellow Wolf was during that time. He just knew, like, I was a fan. And I was like, yeah, that's him. He's like, no way, that's him. Like, we we literally couldn't believe that this dude's just chilling. Like, yeah. he's legit just chilling and watching this shit. Yeah, and so his his pop-up was uh, on the corner right there and by one of the ramps. And um, we go over there, and I talk, I'm like, hey, um, can, can I get a picture with you? And he's like, yeah. What's up? And, um, Hold on. keep talking, keep telling everybody yeah. about it. So, um, so he, uh, I, oh yeah, before that, I fucking was like, yo, I'm gonna go grab my fucking album. And I had Love Story, the album, on a fucking uh, vinyl. And I grabbed the vinyl I, from the car, I come back, and my dad's talking to him and like his whole crew, and they're just kicking it. And I'm like, no fucking way. My like, my dad's just kicking it with this dude I fucking idolize, and they're just kicking back in lawn chairs. And my, he's drinking beer with them. I'm like, no fuck, this is mind blowing to me. I fucking go up and I'm like, hey man, I was like, can I get a, uh, you know, can can you sign this? He's like, oh fuck yeah, bro. He's like, he's like, oh goddamn, you got the vinyl. And he's like, that's that's what's up. I was like, hey, can I get a picture? He's like, fuck yeah, take a picture with him and everything, blah blah. blah. And then we're just like talking with him for a while, and uh, yeah. That that was fucking dope, man. That that was crazy. That was definitely that that was fucking a trip to me meeting him like that. 
a lot of people don't get to meet their like idols and shit, right? Yeah. And that was I was just lucky, dude. I couldn't fucking believe it. And not only that, but then I like now total I fucking I've met Yellow Wolf three different fucking times. And then I fucking caught his fucking jacket. I don't even want to get into that fucking story though. <laughs> I just no I caught Yellow Wolf's jacket. He thought someone stole it off stage because he was fucked up, but he threw it, caught it. I had it for like two fucking weeks. Then I mailed it back to him. Because why did I mail it back to him? Because I didn't want to wear it and out of nowhere get fucking jumped. Yeah, because people were like, uh, I remember like looking at all those comments. Hating me, dude. They were just like, dude, I'm a fuck. If I see that person, I'm, I'm a fuck them fuck up. That's fucked up, bro. So there's a video of me on my other phone. And I'm reading the comments wearing the vest. And Diego's recording me, bro. <laughs> I'm wearing his fucking vest. And... Everyone's like, that's fucked up, bro. We're gonna, if we see him. So that's what really made me send it back. Cause Diego's like, dude, just keep it. Well, I was like, first of all, bro, like, he's my idol, bro. That's awesome. Like, I don't want him to hate me. And if yeah. I ever met him again, like, I don't wanna have this thing in me where I'm like, I stole from this guy. You know exactly. what I mean? I just, I don't know. My conscience, like, I, I just couldn't do it. So I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna send it back to him. And what if he sends something back? You know what I mean? Like a care package. Like, dude, thanks for sending it back. Yeah. I had no, like, evil intentions of stealing from him. He fucking, Gets all wild, gets up on the table, and kicks his shit off the table, flies next to me, and I couldn't even register it, because I think I was looking on the other side of the stage at Bo, uh, Bones Owens, Yeah, and I thought it was a pair of pants, because it was denim, and I was just like, what the fuck? I just grabbed it, because I knew he kicked it off the table. I just fucking grabbed it, and someone grabbed like a sweater, and lucky, dude, like, you know what I mean? Just lucky sweat, I happened to grab I just, maybe they saw a sweater, they didn't know what the fucking too pants. Too bad you didn't grab the sweater, bro. No, no, I grabbed the fucking golden one, bro. I fucking grabbed it, and I look, I'm like, no fucking way. I saw the wolf on the back, and it said trial by fire. I was yeah. like, and I, I, I'm holding it, bro. There's a bunch of sketchy motherfuckers around me, and they start offering me money. They're like, hey, bro, I'll give you this. And then one of the dudes tells me in Diego, while the concert's still going on, and we're right by the stage, um... It was a Slumfest West, so it was just a camp, bro. They're literally yeah. just camping by the fucking stage. It was in the middle of nowhere. They just put a fucking stage up, <laughs> literally. And so this guy's like, bro, can... He's like, dude, I don't want to buy it, but can you meet me at my tent after this? And my, can you let my son take a picture with it? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, dude, let's get the fuck out of here before <laughs> I get jumped. We, we go, dude, I'm shaking, bro. I can't believe this is fucking happening, bro. Yeah. And, like, to me, that's like catching Michael Jackson's fucking glove or fucking fedora, bro. I was like, no way. So I fucking did my dad's, like, getting fucked up at the bar, just watching over from the bar. Yeah. And I'm like, let's get the fuck out of here. We get out of there, dude. I have it. I, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, no way. And then he, said, he sends that post the next day. Man. And he said that someone stole it off stage, whatever, these sketchy motherfuckers. I was just like, what the fuck, dude? You very, like... I wish people, like, because I know people had videos of the concert. I'm yeah. like, guy, there's probably videos of you kicking it the fuck off of there. I DM him, Clever, and Bones. And just for a chance, like, I'm, I'm sure Did they're not going to check reply? it. And, uh, no, and you know what's weird about that is, you know how I told you I've DM'd Clever and I've talked to uh, Clever before? Yeah. Just, like, from posting shot of my story and then he'll acknowledge it. So, meaning he sees my DM. Yeah. What's funny as fuck about that 
is at the top of that chat is still the one I sent him from 2017 or 16. That's just so. So, so when he sees that, I'm like, I wonder if he's ever like when he sends me some off my story and he just scrolls up a bit and sees yellow's vest and a big old apology under it. <laughs> like if he's ever acknowledged that. And um, and it would be funny if he did. If he just got drunk one night, I was just like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? As so like you're boozing this. Is <laughs> fucking boozing that, dude? So like, that was a trip though, dude. That that was crazy. And that's when he lost his mind. So this is fucking crazy because dude he loses his mind after that like literally yeah. he got 51 50 at like two concerts after that my aunt was supposed to see him in tempe right yeah. he canceled his show the show before that was when he was throwing fucking speakers and trying to fight someone off of the fucking yeah, stage yeah, yeah. and his whole and that's when he got that piercing in between his eyes yep. and he dreaded his fucking hair he started dating that fucking crazy ass black chick and everything he's still dating her i believe right no no no, no. you're oh, that's he, he's married to fifi now okay yeah, the, uh, that other chick was just some wild-ass chick. And and then did I tell you, uh, still when his mind was fucking aloof, we're in fucking Fresno. My mom plans a trip to San Diego. I go with her and my aunt. Yeah. that So after SeaWorld or whatever we did, I, we went to the San Diego, one of the malls over there. All of a sudden, dude, fucking Danny Way posts. He goes, yo, this address tonight, fucking three hours from now. Big skate event. Bam Margera is going to be there. Fucking Yellow Wolf's going to be there, dude. And Yellow's posting about it. I'm like, dog, I gotta fucking go to this, dude. I fucking regret not finding a way to get the fuck over there. First of all, I didn't have my own money during the time to get an Uber and just go. Yeah. And my aunt wasn't down what with it. What the fuck was a Uber at the time? Yeah. Dude, it, it fucking, dude, I don't know what would have happened. First of all, I think he would have killed me. Because I, cause my first opening statement would have been like, hey, my name's Andy. Do you remember me from four con- concerts I've met you from? And, rem- and I, oh, dude, I had your jacket. But one day when I meet him again, I'm going to fucking bring that up. And the way he's going to know it was me is because we put shit in his pockets. Yeah. And then after he got his vest delivered to him, my dad gave him an Air Force coin, uh, coin a fucking mm. Chiefs coin, yeah. and a star from a retired flag. And he had sewn that onto the jacket. And he made a fucking uh, a badge out of that coin. So there's a bunch of videos where that shit was pinned on him. The yeah. fucking coin and everything. And I was just tripping out about that. And so so he'll know. Because he's like, I'm like, hey, I had your jacket when you did Slumfest West. Like, you know, he's, I know these guys do so much that they don't remember shit. Yeah. But you remember kind of like these, because that was the only, yeah. Slumfest West, he's only done that once. He'll never do it again because of me, probably. And, it's, and that's funny to think of. Yeah. He hasn't done another one, and he's definitely thinking, I'm not doing that shit again because those people were fucked up and someone stole my fucking jacket. And the fact that that jacket is like the cover of his fucking uh, his, uh, album or the back cover of his yeah. album cracks me up, dude. And I was like, and then he has it in a music. Oh, and that was crazy. So there's a music video with uh, DJ Paul. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I forget what the song is called. Uh, it's called Get the Fuck Away From Me, Ho. <laughs> and... Uh, when we when we had contacted Yellow's people to get the fucking vest back from them, first of all, oh to them. Uh, uh, first of all, Dad, if you listen to this, fuck you, okay? Because my dad messages them and they go, "Oh, dude, you guys want some merch? We appreciate it here. What, what size do you guys wear? What size do your boys wear?" Talking about me and Diego, my dad's like, "Nah, bro, we just respect him. We love his music. We don't want anything in return." Get that? But hey, man, what? Yeah, that know. no, that does suck. But at the same time, that is a I very humble thing to it's do. It's a humble thing to do if Yellow Wolf was the one on the fucking phone, but he wasn't. <laughs> he would never know of that good deed we did. So Not until he listens to this podcast, yeah. So, so dude, he fucking uh, 
So he did whatever. He fucking gets the vest and everything. But the people were like, we need it now, dude. Like, can't, we'll fucking send you money to first class this shit because he has a music video he's about to shoot and he, we need it. Yeah. And it was that music video with DJ Paul because he has it and he's digging a fucking hole and shit. Mm. And uh, I just thought that was super cool. And one thing I do regret that my dad suggested, but like I just couldn't think of it on the spot because I didn't oh, think of it to write a note to write a note to write like, hey man, this and that. Like, yeah, uh, you should have wrote an apology. Man. Yeah. Dear Michael Wayne, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. I left my fucking paper and some fucking retired stars from a flag in your front pocket. So, oh, <laughs> so he was just like, didn't acknowledge us, dude. And I was fucking bummed out because he, oh, and the one thing they did warn us about, they're like, hey, if you have pictures with it, don't fucking post that shit on Instagram. Yeah. They were very like, but that was years ago. Probably going to do that soon. Mm. I'm going to find a fucking picture and I'm going to tag him, bro. I want to fucking tag him. That's not a good idea. Nah, I don't think so. Why? Maybe it was years ago. It was like two, three yeah. years ago. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe he doesn't care now. Maybe he'll just be like, nah, fuck "Well, I was man. mad that he didn't do like an appreciation post of like, oh fuck yeah, bro, thanks, bro. Shout out to these motherfuckers. I thought you stole it. Yeah, but if you stole some shit, why'd you give it back? Because you were scared. You of don't what. Of getting your ass jumped. Well, now I wish I would have fucking stolen. I definitely wish I would have kept it. Get a better control arm, no, bro. No, you just got to tighten the... You just got to tighten it, and then it will stop being so... No, 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 not right there. Not Where? right there. Right there? No, at the very bottom. Over there. Yeah, there's no... This? Yeah. Yep, there's that? A, yeah, there's a little... Yeah? There's a little part. Yeah, you tighten that, so then... the. So Can I get another fucking ship of this boost? Yeah, you get a ship of this boost. Yeah, so I've never gotten anything like that before. I got hit in the... Oh, I got, no, you have, dude. Tell You tell the story about your Leofar Slayer, bro. Oh, actually, yeah. That's no, a fucking no, good that's, one. That's, a, that's, that's a, better than mine because you got to keep it. That's true. Um, and you didn't make your fucking idol go crazy. <laughs> and fucking never perform Slumfest West again. So the first time I ever got something like uh, from... We got to get that animator, bro, on the fakening to fucking do this whole fucking routine right here. <laughs> and post that shit. <laughs> But, uh, so the first time I ever got, like, something that was, um, thrown from, a a stage is that drumstick right there. I went, Ooh. I went and watched the band Census Fail play at The Rock. Ooh. And, um, they're, like, I was in the front row and I, like, you know, like you said, it was one of those moments where you see your idol for the first time right. and you're just like, oh, he's doing, so we saw the vocalist of, um, Census Fail. <laughs> Yeah, as my mom was getting ready to drop us off, and I remember just looking over at him. He was just like on the corner and talking on his phone, and we were just like, "No fucking way, that's him right there!" Like, it's <laughs> just fucking him right there. And then you know, we we ended up like front row of at the Rock, and I remember just being pushed and shoved up against the stage, and my nuts were just being smashed on the edge of the stage. What? Uh, shout out to Amora. Shout out to Amora. Shout out, shout out to everyone. God damn, you look so young right now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, how's it going? You're you're listening to Kagan nine point five. Oh, dude, I'm having too good of a time right now. Okay, I'm gonna do ads now. Um, so this uh the fucking <coughs> and Lopez podcast is brought to you by uh two stars, two stars uh bourbon, cheap bourbon from uh Kentucky. It's good uh, bourbon to cleanse your fucking brain and your palate and make you sweat. Because we, I don't know if it's, now, I don't know if it's the bourbon that's making me sweat or it's the fact that 
this fucking goddamn studio ain't got air circulation for a motherfucking fucking shit. Now, what does that mean? Don't know. Continue. Next advertisement. This fucking, um, this podcast is also brought to you by, by fucking A5631 Production Company. They're fucking rocking. They're jamming. I love them because they covered my shit, uh, when we went to Vegas and we did a fucking show in Vegas and they covered that too. Okay. They cover everything, every local artist and they support it. So I support them. Shout out to A5631 Productions, okay? Another thing, this podcast is also brought to you by eh, Toilet. Get flushed. This fucking podcast is going down the toilet. Listen <laughs> to Toilet's n- newest album. Our it's on Netflix. <laughs> it's our only EP. You can listen to more details about it on episode six or five, I believe. If you use promo code fucking Toilet... Then you could get yourself a free uh, VHS of a live showing that they fucking <laughs> that they did at okay. the Rock. Hey, all right, so let's get back on track. Um, they threw that drumstick at you. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh so, no, we're back. Oh, was that the advertisements? Oh, that was good. You fucking edited those good. You just yeah. cli- you just clip those I just in. Clip them. I just clip them right in there. That's cool. Yeah. Um, nice. So what about that drumstick? Yeah, I got hit in the fucking face with it. <laughs> yeah, the drummer threw the drumstick and it just smashed me right in the face. And then my sister. Picked up the drumstick, and my sister had it for a while, and I fucking stole it. How old's your sister? Uh, she's about, she's almost 30. Oh, whoa. Yeah. I thought you were going to say 13. What the fuck yeah, you are know, you, You know what's bro? even crazier is that your aunt went to school with my brother. You know what's even crazier? My aunt went to school with Honda's brother. Yeah, well, your aunt was probably, like, more in her, in, like, his grade. Why, how old is this motherfucker? Oh, your brother, your brother. Yeah, my brother was like... Your brother, brother. Brother. (laughs) Faja means that. I'm Dutch. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Oh, Uh, shit. But yeah, so that was the first time. The second time, whenever I met Leah Farsayer from Prayers. Uh, Dude, so that show was fucking awesome. Like, me, Efren, and Ralph went, and then I remember... We we all took a shot at tequila because yeah. we, dude. So like, we, going there was fucking gnarly because it was just like a bunch of fucking gangster looking Mexicans. Top button popped, and, and then like just some. There was like there was the gothy Mexicans, and then there were some fucking straight up gangster Mexicans. There was a dude that was like in a wheelchair, an electric wheelchair. That his legs didn't fucking work. Him and his him and his hyena. And he was You're just fucking lying. I'm bro. not lying. I swear to God. Wheels was at this motherfucking place. Yeah, it was. It was a bar in the front. Do you have short legs? I don't think he was paralyzed. I think he had gotten hurt in like a Parali- game. Paraplegics don't have short legs. I'm saying they have he small had short legs. legs. Why the fuck would they have small legs? Because they can't use their fucking leg uh, muscle, bro. The muscle deteriorates. Never been more wrong. I don't know, I- bro. You get fucking paral, dude. You know who... Uh, uh, that's not the point no, of this. No, fuck this. We can't just go over this like it's nothing. You're telling me you honestly think when you get paralyzed, your fucking legs shrink? Not shrink like you just shorter. Said- not shrink shorter. They, the, the mass in your legs deteriorates. Okay, okay. No shit. When I said, does he have short legs, I meant short legs. No, I get that, and I misunderstood And that. you said, no, he's not paralyzed. 
No. Dude, if you really tell, I thought for a second, if you really thought that you fucking get paralyzed and all of a sudden your fucking legs go in yeah, your they fucking just body, suck, they suck up because they take. God's your, like, you don't need these no more. Because what was isn't when you're paralyzed, your bones just. Well, it is weird because if you look gym. at Joe Watson, he has short legs. Who's Joe Watson? From Family Guy. I, I don't think his last name is Watson. Isn't it? Uh, Watson, Joe Watson. Uh, who cares? That's not the point. He, he, Jamie Fox. Anyway. Jeff Foxworthy. So the show was fucking dope. It was cool. It was like a revitalization. Because there was this like punk band that was playing. Yeah. And they were like all about being Hispanic. That's cool. So it was like a revital. It, for me, it was like a revitalization of like just being Mexican. It reminded me of my Mexican side. That's dope. But then after the, after the show, me and Ralph went up to go like, you know, try and meet him and stuff. And, you know, I showed him my tattoo and he just fucking reaches into his pocket real quick and fucking hands me his knife. And I was just like, <sighs> how long did it take for him to get his hand out of his pocket? It was fucking quick. No it, way. It looked like he was just trying to like pass it to me really quick. Like, like he might have fucking killed someone with it. What? It was crazy. Like, I just showed him it. I, started, I was crazy. like, dude, I fucking love you guys. I was like, I fucking, I just was like, I fucking love you guys, dude. And he fucking pulls it out and hands it to me. And then I remember I took a picture with him and I was just like holding the knife. I didn't pull the blade out because I was like, yeah, I don't want to get attacked by security for having a fucking knife. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to stab someone. I gotta fucking. But what? But why I think, like, because, dude, well, he has so, long nails, tight pants, and fucking brass well, knuckle yeah, gloves. Well, so he was wearing like a fishnet kind of shirt, too. But what was, what was so cool about him giving me his knife is I remember listening to interviews of him talking about how. One night he was, and he, there's a song called Ready to Bleed, and it's yeah. about that. He's walking home one night, and he got, he got ambushed, pretty much cornered by a gang of, um, a different gang. Yeah. And he just, all he had was his knife, and he was just, like, fucking, like, swinging in this corner trying to yeah. fucking stay alive. And for, some, for someone that, like, takes the seriousness of his blade, like, that serious yeah. to where it's, like, a lifesaver, to just give it to someone. See ya. Because, it's like a cigarette item. Exactly. So then now I call him my Leofar Slayer. Slayer. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Dude, that's a way better story than mine. Yeah, because I didn't uh, make, make him go crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, huh? Like, I ruined my idol's life for a little bit. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you like to believe, but I don't think it was just... Yeah, you. but you know it added to it. So there is some truth in that. <laughs> you, were the, you were the straw that broke the camel's back? Yeah, I think I was the nail in the coffin. I think I You never... He's, he still has a career. <laughs> Because he rose from the dead with that creek water. Yeah, bro, he came out of a fucking pigeonhole, dog. Uh, so what? What made you want to start rapping? Was it? Oh, like oh, dude, that's a good fucking transition. So you're saying what motivated me? What did I like to listen to? Now, what motivated me to start putting pen to pad? I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Um, or text to phone. I remember the first time I ever wrote a fucking rap, and it was because my dad was telling me, he knew I liked rap a lot, and he was telling me about his friend that was a really good rapper, and he said he's still friends with him. And I was like, cool. Get him as a feature. He said he was a, he was a fucking, uh, this was way fucking back. I had to have been like, so the first, I guess I could narrow it down. It wasn't the first time I wrote rhymes seriously, because the first time I wrote rhymes, it was, uh, it was country songs yeah. I had wrote when I was like, shit, like six or seven. So this happened when I was like nine or ten. I was I wrote this rap because my dad was telling me about this friend that he knew in high school that uh, used to do like rap battles, and my dad was a part of that. My dad used to do rap battles too, but this guy was like super fucking good. No one could fuck with him. Yeah, my dad's like he's coming to the house soon for one of our parties or whatever next weekend. Uh, I'll introduce you to him. Whatever, he's cool. 
And uh, so and, I kept thinking, I was like, I'm going to fucking, I, I, I didn't have no intentions of like, I'm going to diss you. I just wanted to be like, it would be cool to get recognition where he thought whatever I wrote was fucking dope. Yeah. So I wrote something and I still kind of remember it. And, um, and so this, and it was the first time I had like the balls to fucking like tell anyone about like a rhyme I wrote. Yeah. So I, so like weeks later, dude, like that fucking party never happened. Another one was fucking coming up and I was like, Hey, is that guy coming? Yeah, maybe I was like, Hey, well I fucking, uh, I, I think I was trying to pass it off as a joke. So my dad didn't like, I was just yeah. feeling weird about it. So I was like, uh, Hey, so I wrote something like that. That's cool. He's like, Oh, let me hear it. And like, I, I don't remember the whole thing, but I remember the beginning clear as fuck. And it goes, uh, Use a faggot, and that's a fact. But can you hop around like Kangaroo Jack with a bottle of something in your backpack? So it was, dude. It was like uh, that. obvious Eminem inspiration. How I don't know <laughs> Kangaroo Jack backpack. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I was smart enough to know to be inspired. <laughs> I was like, you're like, no, that's my song. It's like, no, I wrote like, that song. Eminem didn't write that song. I wrote that song. Um, no, because I'm Andy. Because <laughs> and, uh, um, and Eminem didn't write that song. That was me. Yeah, I'm Andy. Um, no, but it was just like. So that's what inspired you to be a rapper. No, I never wanted to be a rapper. Actually, I wanted the exact opposite. And like, I know I told you this shit before, but it's like I fucking like that. For example, I fucking just thought anyone who wanted to be a rapper, uh. Like I didn't understand. Had to live how, through I, I, a struggle. No, no, no. I didn't understand how fame worked. Okay. And I wasn't smart enough to know struggle. Like I, I wasn't even if I was struggling. Like I said, the whole thing. You don't even. You're not even smart enough to be depressed. So like, I, how how would you even know you're fucking struggling? So it was like, I how the fuck do you rap about struggle at at that age to be that cognitive and self aware to put it on paper into something like that? Very right. True. So I, it was more of like. I didn't understand how, like, fame worked. Like, so if you're asking me, well, if you didn't know how, like, rappers came up, then how'd you know they were rappers? I didn't, I never thought that deep into it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I was just like, they're just who they are, right? But yeah, it, it was like, I always thought that people who tried to be rappers were just fucking people who didn't know how to do shit with their lives, so they wanted a fucking excuse to, like, have a fucking talent or something like that. They're like, I can't do this, but I could definitely do this. And then they suck. Yeah. It, it it's I don't know. Because a lot of people do that. Well, I mean, like almost everyone we know that's not us do that. <laughs> we're from where we're from and then like Well, yeah, it's a lot of people do that. They're like uh where where it's like, "Oh, you're a piece of shit. You're fired. Oh, it's all good. Just wait till I come out with this album." Hey, man, when? When you gonna do it? Hey, when have you ever put a song out? I remember at the beginning of my senior year, bro, I went to the uh, these softball tournaments, and everyone, so there was a bunch of dudes, like, who said, oh, dude, we threw down this sick track, that's why we were late to the fucking softball tournaments, isn't that? Yeah. Yeah, bro, it was a sicko track. The whole night, I'm asking, I'm like, hey, dude, when are you going to come out with it? And me and Efren had just came out with, like, Land Shark or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, dope, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know. Like, I genuinely wasn't talking shit, but I was like, you guys sound, but then I shortly... I, or I quickly figure out that I'm like, oh, dude, you guys just like the hype of it. You know what I mean? You exactly. like the hype of it, the feeling of like, I did something, but you guys didn't. You know what I mean? So they never did. I don't think they ever recorded it. I honestly don't believe they ever recorded anything. They just told everyone at that party 
that they have a fucking track coming out and it's getting edited tonight. Oh, they don't know when. They're having complications. Yeah, we're just waiting for the the masters to come back. Uh, our agents are going to see some stuff about it. Yeah, so, SM Records. It, it was just fucking like that. But that's why I didn't. So that's why I didn't like a lot of that. So that's why I didn't like to be acknowledged. Like, oh, do you rap or do you do this and that? Like, I I just. I never acknowledged it. But what about now? Do you feel like you take pride in that, knowing that you are one of the rappers that actually is pursuing, Doing things. like heavily pursuing their uh, ambitions with it? Yeah, I think I reached that stage. Like, and I think like I don't know if you feel like the same way about like what you've done, but like where you reach that stage of okay, now I have things under my belt where it's like okay, maybe I'll be fucking. I I always thought. You can't call yourself a title until you've been paid to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't, like, say, like, I'm a fucking this if you've never been, like, really paid to do that. But I ain't paid. I haven't been paid. I don't know if any venues ever paid you guys, but I think you yeah. guys I, – I, but I think you guys still, with – once you reach so many fucking, like, shows and stage time under your belt, you are that. You know what I mean? Because that means yeah. you're still pursuing it versus talking about it. You're not a fucking rapper. Just because you write rhymes and you do this and that, and you, if you don't record and you don't release shit, you're not a fucking rapper. If no one knows you're a rapper, you're not a rapper. If you have to tell people you're a rapper, you're not a rapper. But if people go, oh, yeah, he's a rapper. I've heard his songs. Then you're probably a rapper. So if someone were to say, oh, I've heard your songs, you rap, then you just said it for your fucking self. But you'll never yeah. hear me say I'm a rapper. Yeah, well, I wouldn't hope you wouldn't say rapper. I hope you'd say like MC or lyricist or musician. You know, what's so funny about fucking MC, like, like, what does it stand for? Like uh, mi- microphone, uh, microphone conductor, or something like that. And I, I remember thinking that was just always a goofy ass fucking thing. Like MC, I'm a mic conductor. Uh, a conductor of mic mics. Controller sounds better. Mic controller. I like, control the mic. This is a device. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 would, I can't rap. I think I would rather use like poet or something like that along those lines. Yeah, you gonna write good poetry books? Like not Tupac? like you, not like you. My my poem books, whatever. <laughs> A lot of typos in it. I, so yeah. Now, but you guys have played two shows now. Yeah. Yeah, you look like you've played more than. Two shows though. That's Did we really look well, like that? Oh, you do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no disrespect to Efren. Efren yeah. just he was probably just super tired. And mm-hmm. what I talked to him about it today, and he said he was just uh, he said he was just nervous, yeah, to, like to get wild in front of his dad because he was always raised on the the thought that you know rap is whack, kind of, and he was like a metalhead kid. That's such a trip to me, bro. It's such a trip to me when he says shit like that because Efren's such a dude who doesn't give a fuck what people think. And then when I'll be like, hey, bro, have you recorded this? He's like, ah, no, I got to wait for everyone to leave the fucking house. I'm like, (laughs) no, I I understand that, though. It's like, I'm because, like, you do want to just be like, I'm going to release some shit. I'm probably going to fuck up a few times and I don't want to be. But that, my whole philosophy with that, because, like, obviously, I used used to feel like that with everything. Before I was really expressive of myself, what part, I reached this point. And it wasn't even that long ago, man. It was like maybe a few years ago where I reached this point where I'm like, I'm so to myself and, you know, you never win that way. You never win by staying silent. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, of course. So it's like, so I'm like, what do I want to do? I definitely want to be an entertainer of sorts. I want to be an artist of sorts, right? Well, how do I do that? I got to do everything the opposite of what the fuck I'm doing. I got to stop being so recluse with everything I like to do. Yeah, you have to start reaching out, talking to new people. I got to start not giving a fuck what people... uh, 
think or say. And I'm so like comfortable with myself now and don't give a fuck what people think that dude, it's amazing. Like my whole thing with effort, it's like if if you if you can't if you can't record at your house with your girlfriend or your wife and your dad in the house, how the fuck are you gonna perform a show in front of a bunch of fucking people? That's a good question. Well, no, because like no, because I get it, like how you said, like you're nervous, yeah. but that's how I see it. If like, how do I prove this to myself? It's the same thing when I record a fucking verse and it might be good, and then I'm like, no, I want to pronounce this a different way, and I'll delete that recording. And and the reason why is because I'm like, if I really think I'm good enough, then that means I could fucking just perfect it. And that will be after like fucking 10 times of trying to do that same thing and it comes out good, but I want it fucking like exactly how I want it. So I'll delete that shit. So imagine trying to do something like that, but there's someone that you just met that's sitting behind a computer in a different room yeah. listening to everything because he's the one that's doing it and then he's going to put his input in and you're going to do things a couple takes yeah it can be nerve-wracking because that's how it was when we recorded this ep you know i had met this guy well we played like three shows with his band before Uh we even went up there to record and then we recorded two sessions before my third session where i was up there but um still you know at first you get very nervous you just like don't want to let it all out sometimes because you're just like, I don't know this person, and I don't know if this person is going to just straight up laugh in my fucking face. But that's the thing about those situations. Well, in, in retrospect now, yeah. after getting over it. Well, you, I think when I was younger, I had I was faced with, like, that shit. Like you, you were, But, yeah, but so were you. But I, I, I wasn't faced with it, like, how you were. I guess, like, it was just in other, like, embarrassing ways of, like, sports and stuff. Yeah. Where... And then just kind of, like, being real embarrassed. The same thing with my dad, dude. Like, I used to fucking, like, that whole story where I told you, like, I came, confronted my dad. I was like, hey, I got this, like, rap at, like, nine or ten years yeah. old. Like, that was, like, dude, I had to fucking grab, like, grow a pair to fucking really do that. And be like, hey, check this out. And then I was kind of shut down. He's like, what the fuck was that? And that was his reaction. Like, what the, f- dude, what the fuck, you know? And so I was always, like, nervous to open up like that. But that's what I'm saying is where you're saying, like, uh, well, you know, it, it is nerve wracking, but I think I started realizing this is it is better in, in when you're nervous and you're in front of someone like that. Like if, if I'm playing on the example you gave yeah. where you're in a studio and there's someone fucking producing it, you don't know them. You're nervous about their input, input and giving it your all. Yeah. The way I view that situation is I rather fucking go all out and embarrass myself by fucking going all out than not giving enough and embarrassing myself, where at least you could see the passion in it versus me being timid about it. Definitely. That's exactly, you know, that's the learning experience with, you know, whenever you're making music. Yeah. And then, you know, I've been making music for like fucking... Decades. A decade now, a little bit like longer than a decade, probably about 11 years or so. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I still get nervous, but... Uh-huh. Eh, not so much now because I, I learned a long time ago how to convert my nervousness into posi- like into positive energy right. to, to like as fuel to just move my body, uh-huh. and there would be times whenever I would get nervous like with FWF I would get like we'd be playing this bigger show and uh-huh. I would get super nervous and then I would just um, I would just use this nervousness and I'd be like okay I'm gonna make myself look fucking crazy I'm gonna move around exactly wild and I'm I'm gonna just like shake this. Um, 
I'm gonna give these people like this crazy image or impression of dude, me. and you fucking did, and it's crazy the fact that like. I'm talking to that same fucking person. Dude. So when I look at those videos where you fucking just, like, you would, like, to- like torture yourself, bro. You would throw your fucking body. You would beat yeah. the shit out of yourself. Dude, I remember um, the night You'd that... You'd fight club yourself on fucking so, stage. So the night that um, Nick got um, taken to jail for the night. Yeah. And then we ended up having to play last because we missed our set time. Yeah. So I remember just, like... Um, we were playing a song, and I was just like, this song goes out to our homie Nick, sleep tight tonight. And then I just remember just fucking beating, like, punching myself in the face a couple of times. That's But that's awesome. not even so crazy, because I remember we played with this band. And- but that, what I'm saying is that's so fucking awesome, because it's like, you're in front of people, and you're just like, fuck it. And, dude, you know what's odd about that? that well, not odd, but interesting, is where I'm a shy person, and so are you, but the fact that I feel real comfortable on stage, and so do you. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? But we have a friend who's not fucking nervous of anything and not shy at all, but he gets on stage and he gets nervous. What's that all about? I don't know. Maybe just switch wires. You think that's really what it is? I don't know. Maybe. I, don't, I couldn't tell you. Huh. Because I always thought that with like theater performances with actors is you see a lot of actors and they're super recluse, super shy people. But then they get on stage and all of a sudden, because, but then their excuse is, but I hide within the character where I don't feel like I'm me. I feel like I'm this character and I just feel like I embody it more because I'm now I'm hiding behind a mask. It's almost like. Yeah, I feel that way more with acting music. It's not so much unless you mm-hmm. make yourself into this character. Like FWF was known to go hard as hell. So yeah, like that's always the pers- persona that I was. Mm-hmm. And now with Toilet, it's like, I'm not going to do that crazy shit. I'm just going to, I still do move around pretty, I, I move around a lot, but I don't move around anything like how I used to. Once we do bigger shows, I think I'll fucking develop a more understanding on who my stage, pre- like, you know, like my stage persona is. Yeah. Um, because then I'll feel a lot like that. Because I always felt like that when I was a kid. And, like, I, I think that's why I always had, like, a thing for, like, I, I want to act and do all this shit. And, and when I have acted is is that feeling. And the best way I could fucking explain it for myself is it's kind of like when you were a kid and uh, even if you were, like, nervous. Like, okay, this is a perfect example. Is where as a kid, you would be fucking nervous to go to school in new clothes sometimes. There's some kids who are like, I can't wait to show off my shit. Yeah. And there's some kids who are like, like I don't want to go to school wearing this but Halloween comes around and all of a sudden your face is painted and all of a sudden you look like a fucking skeleton and no longer are you 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 know what I mean and you're fucking cocky as fuck and you're confident because no one knows who you are that's the same fucking feeling like I'll get Uh, you know what Um, fucking I remember um, back in like fourth grade I came to school one day in like a orange it was yellow it was like a yellow long sleeve shirt and it wasn't even like cold Uh I just remember someone asked me, like, why are you wearing that shirt? And I was like, yeah. I don't know. I just felt like it. And then at right. that moment, I knew that I was different than everybody oh, else. Yeah. I was just like, damn, these guys. I, you know you know what's crazy? Someone who opened my eyes when I was uh, actually still in Samuel, and it's hard to really open up there at a young age. It was probably harder for you. It was almost – I say it was easy for me to break out of my shell because I had moved somewhere where I didn't know anyone. Yeah. So it made it easier because I was like, I don't give a fuck. And then when I came back to that small town – it was still easy because then I felt comfortable because I'm like, all these people already know me. So yeah, it was like kind of everybody switched knew it. Me. And, and so uh, the first person actually, I sort of got like the first thought that comes into my mind of feeling like that where a time before I really opened up and I still remember thinking like, I, w- I wish I could be like that. Yeah. It was when, now this is going to sound weird, but I just had this like weird thing about this shit. 
is uh, Brian Johnson used to slick his hair back. Remember that? When yeah. he used to like slick yeah. his hair all the back. So when I was in middle school and I would see that, I'd be like, man, I wish I had the confidence to like change my hairdo. Because for some reason, when you're like young and people know you for this, yeah. you like feel weird breaking the mold. Because that's like at that young age, like a lot of people don't like change. And even if it's their friends or anything, they're gonna. And when people don't like change, they get weirded out and like, whoa, that's fucking weird. Why are you doing that? So, yeah, you I'm even cut your hair anymore. You weirdo. But at the same time, I was also known as a kid in elementary school where I was all, always getting crazy ass haircuts. Yeah. I was always getting mohawks. In fact, I got banned from a school, and my dad fucking was like, went to that school and was like, what the fuck, basically. Because uh, I got a mohawk and dyed it red, and I was in fucking, I was in first grade. <laughs> I was in first grade, bro. Hey, that, that's it? the product of having a dad that's fucking 20, uh, 24 and a son that's in first grade. <laughs> I fucking come to school. I have a fucking a primary red fucking streak on my fucking head. And I go there, and I was eating lunch, and the fucking, they pulled me out, and the principal's like, you can't be here like this. Like, like what? And yeah, Mexican. And <laughs> so they they fucking they they kick me out, bro. Whatever. I grow my hair out again. Well, I go back. I didn't keep this shit. Yeah. And then I cut it. And then uh, this is when fucking um, Chuck Liddell was real big. So I <laughs> kept the fucking the fucking mohawk, bro. I was the ice man, fucking. And so so I always had that. But for some reason, when I got older, uh, I and I was smarter to be embarrassed because, like, at that young of an age, you really don't know like like a lot of shit that affects you. You don't know what it's like to get hurt. You don't know what could fuck you up yet. You don't know what could embarrass you yet, and mm. you don't know what to be sad about. You know what I mean? So, as I got older and I started realizing these things, and I started, you start becoming more like, oh fuck, aware. Then, yeah. So well, I remember seeing that though, and like Brian had, and I was like, man, I wish I could do that. I wanted to do it so bad. And the reason why I wanted to slick my hair back like that is because I was a big John Claude Van Damme fan. Oh yeah. And he always had his hair slicked back, and I remember being like, fuck, bro, I want my hair slicked back just like That's that shit. Fuck, sick, bro. Yeah. And that was my first time like wanting to. And then after that, and it's, and it's so fucking funny, dude, because I reached the point of I remember someone asked me in uh, uh, Florida. When this is how un, like unattached people are to fucking reality there in Florida, by the way. Well, the school I went to is that's when I fucking like had grew my hair out all along and I got my yeah. uh, sides cut and I had like that gentleman's cut. Yeah, that really long hair on the top. A lot of people didn't have that. No one had fades in the south over there where I was at. No one had fades. It was just <sighs> fucking solid cuts. And I had um and I had like a design on the side that my dad did. It was straight yeah. like that. But he was wasted when he did it. And he used uh, way too low of a setting on the fucking clipper. So it was like shaved? No, dog. My hair was fucking skin to like not even a one, like half a Like I barely had hair. But you could tell there was like a fade right there. Yeah. He was drunk as fuck. And I was like, he had already cut my hair though. It was the next day he was drunk where I was like, hey, can you put blades in my <laughs> fucking fade? You know what I mean? Get Put I'll some love. designs. So I was like. It's like, yeah, yeah, he's all fucked up, bro. Gets the thing, adjusts the fucking, uh, the razor's too close or whatever, the clipper. Yeah. Bro, he does it. I'm like, fuck, fuck. And he's just like, stop being a fucking bitch. Dog, I wake up the next day and I legit have fucking scabs <laughs> on the side of my fucking head because my dad had the fucking blade so close to my head. So I go to fucking school, bro. And I remember people asking me, they're like, hey, why do you have your hair like that? And do that. Like, think about someone asking you that question. And now imagine someone saying this afterwards. Why do you, do you, are you trying to be cool? Do you want to be cool or something? And genuinely asking that. They weren't saying it like, oh, are you, what, are you trying to be cool? They yeah. were literally like, oh, why do you have your hair like that? I'm like, because I wanted to get it cut like this, you know what I mean? And I remember this girl going like, what, why do you want to be cool? And I was just like, 
no, because I like you like this. Like, what the fuck? Like, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just, that was weird. That was so bizarre to me. And at that point, that, that was actually the first time I broke out of my shell. And then having that conversation, that interaction with someone who said that to me, it just made me feel like, oh, okay, fuck you. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to do whatever now. And it kind of motivated me to fucking do whatever I want even more. So then I was dressing like more of like, I don't what know you, what like, I would want. Inspired by? What I was inspired by. What if I was like? What you thought was cool? Yeah, dude. You know, it's so weird when I put an outfit together or, or something like that, and it's like what, a, you just a picture get up? yourself in it. I no, no. Like I'm. I, I guess it's like this. I never go. That's cool. I go. Huh. That looks comfortable, and I don't know why it, no one's ever thought of wearing that with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like so. Like I couldn't even think at the top of my head, but like so. That's when I started going to Goodwill a lot because Goodwill, I go there and I I fucking buy things that I didn't realize I wanted to get. Yeah, and like you know what I mean. So there was another time when I went to California and I fucking bought um, a, a fucking bright red a blazer. Yeah, and I wore it uh, to school and I, I had like a black shirt on or something like that under it was like a collared shirt. And someone was like, "Why why do you have the blazer on?" I was like, "Why the fuck do you care?" Like, legit, why the fuck do you care? And then I wore overalls one time, and they were Carhartt overalls. And it was crazy because people were starting to wear overalls in, uh, like, the fucking acid-washed ones. Yeah. And, but because I wasn't wearing acid-washed overalls and they were Carhartt overalls, uh, they thought that was weird. And, dude, that's just fucking odd to me. I f- hey, by the way, if you're listening to this, I fucking hate people. So I fucking legit can't stand people. And guess what? Hey, if you're out there listening to this, I don't want to be your friend because guess why? I have enough friends. I don't need any more. All right. That's Andy Solace right there. Yeah. It's been fucking an hour and 30 minutes. It's almost, it's nine o'clock in the Pizam. <laughs> Andy's got a fucking long day tomorrow. What are you flying back up to Fresno tomorrow? Uh, it's tomorrow Friday. Tomorrow is Friday. No, tomorrow's Thursday. Thursday. No, Friday after work. So I fucking fly out at 5.30. I get off work at 4. Fucking fly out at 5.30. Get there at like... Who's driving uh, you to the airport? 10.30. Uh, I'm dropping my fucking Jeep off. And then oh, Hondo's going to fucking okay. take me. So then I get there, right? Get there at like, like I said, like 11.30 at night. Fucking go to sleep. Wake up at 4.30 in the fucking morning. Work from 5 to fucking 5 in the afternoon. Go back home, probably going to sleep the rest of the fucking day. Wake up at 4.30 again. Go to work till 5. After 5, go straight to the fucking airport. Fly back. Get back at around the same time, like 11.30, midnight. Wake up at 5.30 the next day, and then go throughout the whole fucking week of next week. I'm so excited. That sucks. Well, this was an episode that was not as good as the first episode. Hey, we didn't drink as much. Uh, I didn't drink as much. You think that's what all. it was? It probably uh, was. It yeah, loosened we, us up. We were just like, it was drunk ramble for a long time. Yeah. But yeah, this was, uh, this is the end. Schedule me to be back after this fucking next two weeks. Uh, well, yeah. When, uh, we'll get it more figured out. It's obviously a lot easier to plan. We should do it too. not this not this uh, weekend, obviously, because I'm going to be gone, but next Saturday. Next Saturday, so, I got shit going on. What about Friday? Maybe. Because I want to be able to get drunk, and we could have a real good one. That'd be crazy. And, and throughout the week, I'll fucking bring up topics. There you go. And we'll both have topics. So the next one, it'll be better. Yeah, the next one will be a little bit more better, more better. All right, this is the N. Lopez Podcast. I'm Nathaniel Lopez. If you want more information about this or 
anything else related to podcasting around me or what I do, you can follow 85631 Productions on Facebook. That's 85SIX31 Productions on Facebook. You could also follow us on Instagram at 85SIX31. Follow 85631 Productions on YouTube as well. You can find all of the podcasts on there, just like you can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Transistor.fm, and YouTube. Thanks for listening. Go follow. Fo- follow me at Sir Andrick. Yep, you can follow Andy at Sir Andrick, and you can follow at Lenny's Locos. underscore Locos if you want to hear their rap. Some fucking say raps. Okay, that's enough from me. That's enough from me Bye. as well. Thanks for listening. Peace the fuck out. Bye.